Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. We're on the road to No Way Out and Super Brawl Revenge. Oh, am I? Did I? I think revenge. Yes, revenge is first. Yes. Okay. Well, then we're on our way. On our way to Super uh, Super Brawl Revenge and No Way Out. Is that better? I think so. I like it better than the other way. Okay. No way. <laughs> Go back. All right. Cut. Edit. Whatever. We're fixing post. Well, we're not fixing that. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm Lonnie. Sitting here with the Enforcer, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey yo. And the ch 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 chosen one, Mike. Boobal. Listen up, all you Jurassic slap asses. I'm the chosen one. I have all the stroke around here. God damn it, I want to beat the fuck out of Dallas Twitch. Get in line, brother. I mean tonight. I'm not oh. waiting. Oh. oh, you're just gonna find it. Go too to, good to stand in line. Go I to see. the yoga compound and just wait. <laughs> chosen one does not stand in line. Go to the yoga compound and while he's in Congress of the Cow, just hit him El Kabong right there. El Kabong his ass. <laughs> Guys, we're in the uh, last week of January already. I thought about that while watching. Two months left. Yeah. Eight shows. Around nine, maybe. Nine, but, like eight, I mean, eight, eight to nine. Two well, months. After today, we have eight nitros because in the ratings I counted, we have eight nitros left. God damn, we're down to the final ten. We're inside yeah. the 10, to use a terminology there. It, it, it's because <laughs> when we do the midweek, uh, kid's SmackDown is oh, on that's the... Oh, SmackDown's on the... I think it was the first or the second? It's the first. First. Yeah, so... Uh, when we get to SmackDown, we're actually in February. Yeah. I Guys, please, it's SmackDown Extreme. Oh, I forgot. That, we'd be talking about <laughs> SmackDown Extreme <laughs> on the midweek, but let's talk about Monday Nitro on... Extreme. Extreme. On January 29th of 2001, we're in Baltimore, Maryland. Commentary team is one, Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. The A-team. Man, how about the timing of them being in Baltimore the night after the Super Bowl? How about that? Right. That's just dumb luck. Baltimore. Uh, WWE fucking hotbed. Yep. I mean, Jesus. Just a wrestling hotbed period, but WWE always did well. Obviously Atlanta. Obviously. Um, But this is, is this the number two town for them? I know Charlotte's just big, but like. At this point, probably. Baltimore, like, it's something else. You have to go uh, Atlanta, Charlotte, Baltimore. I'm not really putting them in order, but... Um, Greensboro. Greensboro and... Uh, Kakalaki? Uh, I said Charlotte and Greensboro. Oh, okay. Uh, but also Philly. Philly always loved Crockett in WCW. Well, we're, we're not going to do a promo. We're going to cut into our first match tonight as it's a Four Corners Cruiserweight match as it's primetime Elix Skipper versus Yang versus Shannon Moore versus Jamie Noble. No complaints here. Throwback to old Nitros here. I really like the resurgence of the Cruiserweight yeah. division. It's br- it breathes some fresh air into this company. And you know what? They have young... <laughs> <laughs> they have young talent in this division. So, uh, I, I think all of us will be on the same page here when they uh, did the, the last class of Cruiserweight's Dirty. Yeah, yeah. Yes. However, it is nice to see new blood. It is. As much as they didn't do Who and Tune, LaFarge, all them right, you know, it's nice to revamp it, though. It's it is. The same people for seven years. And you know what also works is that it's not, it's not a bunch of luchadors. Uh, 
That absolutely was key in the first run. And there were some great wrestlers and legends, but you don't want to make it look like you're just copying the first time again. So this time it's it's not uh, it's not just a redo with the second wave of luchadors. They can do some of it, but they they all wrestle a different style. Yep. More, I don't think there's anybody with a mask, to be completely honest. More of it. Well, no. not anymore. Jamie's on. Jamie's on. Gone, gone. Yep. Uh, before the match starts, Tony brings up that WCW is resetting their time limits. This match is a one fall for a, time, a 10 minute time limit. One fall. 10 minutes seems a little short for a four way. Yeah. But whatever. I'd go 15, maybe. But it's going to keep it fast and. I like the reemergence of the rules. They got a little too lax there in 98, 99. Even Tony was like, huh, we've heard that in a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's a guy guy breaking news. We're actually going back to normality. Oh, that's weird. Uh, Yang with head scissors takedown on Moore. Prime time with a corkscrew over the top rope on your noble. Moore reverses a Yang powerbomb in your noble. Yep. Into a famouser. Or what they call the famouser. Oh, the showstopper. Showstopper. Uh, more noble with a face buster. More is gonna jump off the back of primetime, but slips and just falls in the arms of noble. Yang with the uh jumps off the top turnbuckle to the outside onto more. Noble does a cannonball off the apron yeah. onto off to onto everyone. Yang does a corkscrew off the top rope onto noble. Yang does a butterfly suplex to more onto primetime. That's gonna hurt. Noble pulls Yang out and uh, tombstone, uh, tombstones him. Tombstone. that slap nut. Uh, Primetime is walking on the ropes, and Noble just pushes him off. Old school. Yeah, he yelled, he yelled it. Uh, Shannon hits a top rope showstopper for the win. The Famouser. It was a fun, fun match between the four. I'm enjoying the, the Cruiserweights here. There's That's- levels to the booking when it comes to a division of young, uh, unproven uh, wrestlers who aren't over already and that is you can have parody you can have them all win not make anybody look over because you forgot the champ who's who's over the champ is going to be booked strong travels and you have the clear successor to the throne in Shane Helms yeah. those two will be kept strong everybody else can be parody Every, they, they can trade wins amongst themselves it's and have like nobody they, look strong for a while mm-hmm. and then you need to get it, your your it, tier set it's like what they did back when we first started the oh, show of that, of course. It's like Unemployment what, line. It's, yeah, let's hope. Uh, it's like the way of uh, what, how this how we started the show with WCW. Of like, all right, we have Ray's the champion, but you have Jericho who's taken on Malenko or Hoovy, you know. Then, but then you have the six mans, the uh, Garza Junior, uh, Laparca, Mister Mister JL. You know, he brings up a good point in one way is. That or, that original cruiserweight division, there was a lot of talent that just was left on the shelf. Like six mans were all they were good for. Like a Garza Junior or a Lismark Junior or Super Colo, who never really got pushes. Uh, the pushes were due to Malenko, Jericho, Mysterio. You know, yeah, they would get like tag matches, or if it was a tag match, it was like a you know. Luchador War rules match. Even Psychosis was never used to half of what he could have been. Literally. <laughs> like is it sad to say that Leparka's highlight in WCW is when DDP dressed up like him? Oh that's that that is the highlight. That is his highlight. <laughs> and then maybe later Russo's original Kai and Tai idea with Leparka. 
Yeah. Uh, we get a promo now. So that means he. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we get a promo with Ric Flair with Animal as Ric Flair runs down the fans talking about how the Ravens are the one of the luckiest sports teams uh, ever. I mean, he's not wrong about any of what he said. Uh, and full I, on. I want to say. Um, Talk about Ray loses a murder. Yep, he does he that. A Ray is a murder. Thank God that he does not fool you. He killed a motherfucker. He got away with it. Um, Fuck you, Ray Lewis. Punk who says celebrity? I, I was gonna say advantages. I want to say the didn't the Ravens just destroy the Giants? Like, right? like two, yeah. They, it, was, it was not. It was a blowout. Yeah. Uh, Flair brings up the business as uh, he's uh, um, he brings up the cat. Flair said he tried to help him, but it went south. Flair has a list of people to take out the cat and uh, make the cat lose his commissionership. Oh, so we have that storyline going now. Uh, last week, uh, Nash got lucky on Thunder. Uh, oh, last week, uh, last week Nash got lucky, and on Thunder, DDP and Nash showed up drunk from celebrating. <laughs> Flair shows the footage of passed out Nash and DDP in their <laughs> locker room. <laughs> I, I got to say, I love this. What I love They're like, laying on the job. Tony and Scott were like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great The idea It was of really funny Them fucking laying on the job Just doing nothing But they're kind of missing And the commentary's like Well they were attacked You're forgetting that part hey, You don't pay attention to that part That part I wouldn't worry about that Because of Nash laying uh, You know Celebrating He has now qualify again <laughs> For the pay-per-view And he's going to take on Totally buffed In the handicap match tonight Well all I could think of I was like Rick Flair, his chest has never heard coming to the work after partying too much. <laughs> yeah. Rick Flair, right? That was the part that got me. I was like, okay, <laughs> you're right, because Rick Flair has always been sober. <laughs> yeah, when he came to work. Right? You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wasn't passed out drunk in the locker room. <laughs> How many times do you think Rick Flair wrestled with a condom once you forgot to take it off? Probably most of the eighties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if there's any outside interference, the match will be called off. Um, we see Nash watching, uh, and we see Nash. We see we see Nash watching, but then we see Flair watching Nash watch Flair from the Tron. It's getting it's Inception. Inception. God damn it! And then we see uh, Nash chuck the tiny monitor. Uh, and also Flair brings big for 2001. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I apologize. <laughs> Uh, Flair then brings up that he has a new hire for the WCW, and that person will be here tonight to sign the contract. Wonder who that could be. We get a promo for Super Brawl Revenge. They have that pay-per-view. Um, recap. We get a recap of what just happened, as then commentary brings up that Flair show, uh, that Flair didn't show the extended cut, but of the elite, as they call them, coming out of the locker room after beating up DDP and Nash, and that they weren't laying on the job. Uh, we go back to. I mean, you didn't see them beat them up. It was implied they beat them up. They went in there to give them a gentleman's uh, challenge, but found they were passed out drunk and left dejectedly. There it is. We see Jarrett telling Flair that he wants DDP tonight, but Flair keeps saying, hey, man, you ruined the game plan. He's like, I don't care. Uh, backstage, a backstage person bumps into Medeja, and then Steiner comes out of nowhere to attack him and then breaks his leg. Apologize. 
And then she spit directly on his face. Oh, spit. She, <laughs> sp- she spit on him and told him to say hi to Sid. Oh, my God. <laughs> then we go to the cat. I, mean, the- I, would, I would take a broken leg to my recommendation. Why now? Uh, we, uh, the right. cat, the the cat comes out with Miss Jones, as uh, Cat says that Flair won't get him out of WCW, and uh, Cat tells the person who's going to face him that he needed to come out by himself, or they will be suspended. So then Sean Stasiak and uh, Mark Jindrak come out together. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! What's happening here? You fucking idiot! You guys come out. You, whoever's facing me, come out by themselves. And then here comes two people. Well, we're both coming out. Yeah. Uh, Cat's like, whoever's not facing me, you need to leave. I was like, probably the guy in jeans is probably the guy who's not facing me. Yeah. Uh, Stacey says that, uh, when he, Swerve, bec- bro. when he becomes commissioner, he will put him out and O'Hare, uh, he'll take out the cat and put him in an O'Hare in a tag title match. Um, they, f- so, uh, it's going to be Stasiak as the cat kicks both guys. Um. They fight on the outside, and the cat hits Stasex with a water bottle, and then the cat fights him off, and then slips. But he makes the slave. It's the save. What? I heard it, too. I know, I know. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody's using water bottles. What? Time to it's play the game. Ah. It's a, it doesn't hurt. It's a water bottle. It's the, tri- it's the triple influence. Uh, Stasek picks up the cat and rounds him in the post. Stasek goes for the big elbow drop from the top rope, but misses, and the cat uh, the cat hits the feline kick for the win. We go backstage with Flair, angry about what he just saw. Uh, then we see backstage, just the, we just see the wall sitting in front of Chavo's locker room, and then Hugh Morris comes and attacks him, and then chucks him through Chavo's door. I was like, damn. Nice door you have there. Yeah. Somewhere to have him do it. Oh. Yep, that's my answer. I just like... <laughs> that sounds about right. If, that's my player. <laughs> how much do you think it costs them to like pay the arena to fix the door? How much does the door cost? Well... Because like, they break a fuck ton of doors in wrestling, so I'm just like... like I know WWE sets up fake like locker rooms. This, because they're not shooting inside, clearly was not a fake locker room. If... They just went through a door... If it's like most other businesses, two hundred dollars for the door and um, twelve hundred dollars for the five minutes of uh, work. It's like, is, is it worth the spot to just hemorrhage a door? No, especially when they're trying to get new owners and cut down the bleeding of money. I got an idea. Let's just uh, break the door down. I'm looking through the expense report. I noticed that we replaced a door. Yeah, we threw some guy through one. Why? But what, we, what did we did we plant one? No, we we just legit went through a whole door at the in the arena. We thought it would look cool and get the wall over or Hugh Morris over. Uh, what the hell is a Hugh Morris? Exactly. exactly. That guy, one of our biggest stars. In that he's fat. <laughs> and he laughs. Uh, then we see Crowbar hanging out, and then Mike Sanders shows up, and tells him that. Uh, Where was he? Where the fuck did this take place? I have no idea. Then we see... Uh, the catacombs. Uh, and as he says, Flair's disappointed in him, but Sander pulls some strings and Crowbar has a match tonight against one uh, Lance Storm. Okay. Yeah. Give, me, give me more of that. I'm fine with that. ECW vets here facing off. Yeah, let's do it. Then we go uh, backstage and the Hummer shows up and the commentary, that got to be the guy that... Uh, 
Speaking of expenditures, how about renting that Hummer? I mean, the question is, who's driving the Hummer? God damn it. It's Bischoff. <laughs> She's in her ninja outfit. She got confused what company she works for. We go backstage with uh, Hummer, You're not Raven <laughs> Yeah Ray Hummer She's usually like yellow or black Yellow I'm so, good. so tired of the yellow Hummers dude. Brother, brother brother dude Brother brother dude We go backstage with um, Totally buff with Chavo As Chavo's telling them that he got screwed Because the wall was taken out And Totally buff's like hey don't worry about it we have a tag partner for you. Oh, you missed something, Jeff. Oh, did I? Yeah. There's an autograph signing. It was the same point as the Hummer. Is it? Yeah. Hang on. Oh, yeah. My bad. There is. It's important for the show. It is. Oh, my bad. Uh, you watched on the cock? Yes. Uh-oh. Because um, where, we, where we get it from, it was not loading for me. It was like uh, it was saying that my uh, system was not allowing it to work, so it was slowly loading. Yeah, I had to reboot the computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to. Um, so I had to like, I downgraded it. I downgraded the. Wait a minute. So they took that part out? No, no, it's on oh. there. It's on okay. there. I, 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 on, I mean, they would have. <laughs> I, I just scrolled down my notes and I just went too far. Because um, I was like, they did take out that Stevie Ray Scott Steiner like. <laughs> the sit down one on one. You don't worry about that. Why is it bad? I don't worry about that. Keep keep Chavo in, but let's get rid of this. No, I um, but no, yeah, but uh, I checked the times and where we where we watch it, it was the hour and a half, and on the cock it was an hour and a half. So I was like, okay, cool. We're it's they didn't take anything out. Uh, earlier today, DDP is having a book signing, and we see an over aggressive fan. One, I think he looks familiar to me. He's uh, a little style. He, yeah, yeah. He was phenomenally excited. And that would be one AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. Uh, as, a, as an AJ and this guy gets into it in the Air line. Air Paris. Air, was it? Was it? Air I was Paris. Like, I, I, I recognize him. I was like, I can't figure out the name. Well, they get into it, and then DDP gets up to separate them, and then Mr. Per- uh, thing is Paris. Paris. Mr. Paris falls down and goes, oh, you hit me. And DDP's like, no, I didn't. I Later. DDP, I saw it. He hit him as hard as he could. I saw it. Clear as day. Clear ass day. He basically just shot him is what happened. I don't remember that part, but okay, if you say so. Last time I checked. So, yeah, uh, DDP is... The, uh, they think they attacked him, and then he's like, no, I'm good. Uh, he tells Dillinger to come separate them, and then he's back to his book signing. Um, our next match is the Filthy Animals versus Chavo, and then Chavo waits. Vince Russo's music hits because it's Animal who comes out. Yeah, uh, Animal's music is Vince Russo's. Well, in all fairness, because Vince Russo stole the Road Warriors theme music, and so... Let's not call it Vince Russo's. Let's call it Andy's. Uh, tit for tat. <laughs> yeah. I'm stealing it back, bitch. Uh, Ray with the springboard leg drop to Chavo. Kidman baseball slides into Chavo, and Ray hits the Bronco Buster. Ray with a second turnbuckle moonsault. Ray, uh, Animal catches Ray and just slams him to the ground. Animal with a big boot to Ray. Kidman jumps off the top turnbuckle, but Animal catches him and power slams him. Uh, Ray goes for the Hurricane Ronda to Animal. Animal, Adam, Animal does a sit-down powerbomb 
on Ray, and then Chavo tags himself in to get the win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flair, uh, we go backstage with Flair. Uh, just saying that he is the CEO for some reason, and then we see the Hummer door opens. Then we go to commercial. Ric Flair comes out, and he's here to introduce the new member of WCW, and it's one, Dustin Rhodes. All right. Never going to complain at the uh, aspect of some Dustin Rhodes matches. This is, uh, part of Team Flair. this is not the nadir of Dustin Rhodes's drug usage, but he's not in the clear either. So, you know, it doesn't look maybe as great as he could, but still happy to have Dustin around. Uh, Rhodes comes out and Flair wants him to sign the contract. Rhodes is a little hesitant at first. He tells Flair to, hey, make that spin. Do your little spin of yours. And Flutter's like, Whoo, I still got it. Let me see that ass. So he does it. And then ass and tits and titties. Flair then uh, asks him to uh, sign, but Rode uh, tells him to shove it and that he sucks. That's rude. You're, it's a Flair and a Rhodes. You're just, you know. So the second you come out, I was like, well, he's not joining this thing. Yeah. It's, it's fucking Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ro- Flair tells Rhodes, if you touch him, he's a dead man. You know what, Joe? That's what you need to do. Next time I you're like, you know what? Suck it. See what happens. Okay. Got it. Uh, sir, what's your, uh, what are, what are your uh, highlights? Uh, you can suck it. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> you have my job, I quit. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> you can suck it. Well, I see I've been done. I've been, <laughs> I've been outsmarted. Well, five years. Actually, I'm going to answer that question with, uh, I have two words for you. <laughs> In two words, can you tell me your benefits or yourself? Yes. Suck, Suck it. <laughs> well, okay. Well, there you Scissor go. Me. Scissor me, daddy. Daddy ass. Did you just call me daddy ass? I don't know. Are you going to scissor me? You're hired. By, by the way. Uh, <laughs> the guy was like. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this now The producer has bought me a sweatshirt oh. And it's, a, it's just It's a big It's a pink sweatshirt And all it just says is Scissor me across On the font Nice Where to work you coward Where to work you coward I, I, I might uh, Rhodes grabs Flair And Flair wants to talk to Rhodes And tells him to calm down Then Animal comes out Ro- like Flair here He's like hey Hey buddy Hey, like, hey calm, calm down. down Ever since the hill turn He's on Yep Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhodes and Animal get into it. Flair helps Animal and beats them up. Rhodes fights them uh, off, but it's still two on one. The crowd, uh, in my mind, doesn't react to this beatdown. And then the crowd pops once one Dusty Rhodes comes out. Now, when you said the crowd pops, that's close. What you, did, what you meant to say was they fucking explode. <laughs> right? When that goddamn music <laughs> when, Holy shit. When the American Dream came out on the, on the stage, baby. Oh, my God. They were throwing babies in the air. So I wrote, so, like, the crowd was a decent crowd for the night. I mean, it wasn't bad, but they were in a lull here. And then, holy <laughs> shit, I wrote a star showed up. Yeah. Ooh. My Ooh. God, dude. Uh, Dusty gives... What's uh, missing today? Dusty gives Animal and Flair the elbow. So this is the first time that Flair gets into, like, fighting since he's been the CEO. And I gotta tell you, in real time in 2001, clear as day, WCW is toast. However, 
as a longtime Turner fan, I got a special feeling in me when I saw Flair and Rhodes, and he's punching him, and he gives him that bionic elbow. All was right in the wrestling world at that point for me. I was like, if nothing else, Rhodes and Flair fighting, we're good. It's the old time. <laughs> yep, as old as time. For over 50 years. Uh, Dusty says he's been watching, watching and Flair... Uh, Flair's been holding people back. Um, as Dusty then says, if you're gonna, if you want to fire me, I don't even work here. Hell, I don't even work here, baby. <laughs> I'm already fired. <laughs> uh, Road says uh, that he's hell's coming and he's coming with him. Then Adam and Flair get back to the ring for another mini brawl, but that is it. So yes. Uh, so there's two ways you can look at this in the in the 2001 viewpoint. Yep. That's not going to help you get back towards Dodev. True, it's not. Yep. However, excellent move in trying to get back your lapsed fans. The fans that didn't want WWF but were so put off by what the fuck you've been giving them for two years to... You still have the young guys. You're building up the cruiserweights, but in order, but to get Flair and Rhodes at least as figureheads in there, you're doing a good job trying to bring back your lapsed fans. Honestly, this is a better version of what they should have done to initially start the Bischoff Rusev, like war. Oh my god! But. It could have been Dusty representing the actual old school WCW Crockett and Player representing. No, we're 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 new now. Gotta go to the future. Woo! The future guys. Woo! Right. You're right. No, this is it's it's better. And if you're, you know the fans that like your core fans who did not want to watch WWF, they just didn't. Which existed because so the last two years you gave them what they didn't want to watch, but worse, because the, the worst version of it. You know they find out in a couple of months that. They did not inherit the fans. <laughs> they just left. Um, but, you know, if you're watching, if you miss this Nitro, but then you go to work the next day and say, hey, Dusty's back, and he's taking on Flair, you're like, well, I'm going to tune in next week. Yeah, well, I'm intrigued. I like that. I like the way that sounds. Yeah. Cut of that jib. I like the cut of that jib. Then we get moments ago, what just happened, as then we get a promo by Team Canada. Storm tells that Flair has all of his support <laughs> and Team Canada support. Our next match is Lance Storm versus Crowbar. Um, Crowbar sneaks attack Storm during the anthem. Uh, Ref kicks out Team Canada. This match is back and forth. Storm, Poor form, Crowbar. That's a good anthem. Storm with a running leg kick. Crowbar reverses a tombstone attempt and hits uh, hits a reverse neck breaker. Crowbar jumps over the top rope and does the splash, and then it's the springboard moonsault for two. Crowbar does the splash off the apron on the outside. Storm with multiple suplexes. Uh, Crowbar with a northern line suplex for two. Crowbar goes for the top rope. Hurricane Rana, but Storm catches his leg and puts him in the Canadian Maple Leaf so good. for the win. So good. He is so smooth. I, I will tell you, I was very looking forward to this match. I'm guessing they wrestled in ECW. A couple times, probably, yeah. And I liked the match, but it definitely felt like they did not hit the same, like, the upper gear. No, I think it... definitely felt like there was a lot more that could be done here. You know what I think, actually? Because it's Nitro, and you just had that big, dusty flare thing, it probably went over a little bit. 
if this was a Thunder match, it would have got the time. They were cut a little bit for time? Yeah. Like, if this was a Thunder match, they'd have gotten all the time they need, and you probably would have got that gear. It never, I think, reached the level it could have, for sure, for these two. <laughs> That's pretty much Lance Storm's run in WWE. period. <laughs> like, never really got to where it could have gone. Uh, backstage with Flair. We go... Would have been awesome. We go backstage with Flair, totally buff, with, and they're talking Storm. Flair wants Storm to wrestle the cat at Super Brawl Revenge for the commissionership. No sell. God damn it. They just keep putting Storm in these no-win feuds with, like, people that are so below him. It's like, just, like, just get rid of the commissionership at this point. Like, who gives a fuck? That, and I like the cat, but that's just not a, that's not a... God damn it. You don't need two other authority figures. You hardly ever need one. Uh, Copying that McMahon dynamic. We go to the ring with Jarrett calling out DDP. DDP comes out, but cops stop, uh, stop him. DDP, uh, uh, the fan that DDP hit earlier has uh, DDP arrested. Yeah, man. He hit me. He shot me, in fact. So can I tell you, uh, someone who has... Peruse the wire more than once. Uh, God, I recognize these Baltimore City cop uniforms <laughs> so much. But yeah, that's the real deal. That's what it looks like. That's what I'm talking about. My only thought about this whole story, which is fine if they want to do it, I'm not too sure I would use a tag team that you're about to debut on TV as the fans who. But then again, you know, WCW. Like stupid. WCW. Stupid. <laughs> program there. I remember that. WCW. That's true. Probably worked at the gas station and then they went down and he just. Became packing chain like that week. That's so, a good point. Yeah, you know, it's it's fine. So uh, DDP's you taken know, away. They, they've been doing tough enough way before WWF said, "Can you pump gas? You can be our packing chain." <laughs> <laughs> My God, I can see a belt on your waist. So what? DDP is uh, <laughs> taken away as um, uh, DDP tells him to say hi. Jarrett tells DDP to say hi to Bubba for me. Cool, you're gonna be ass raped. Yeah. So enjoy that. <laughs> like that's. That's fun, guys. All that yoga is going to come in handy. I mean, what? Jarrett walks. Uh, Jarrett like then no tells the ref tool. to make the three count, uh, ten count, so he, the ref is, uh, counts out Jarrett. So, I mean, DDP, so Jarrett wins. Ha <laughs> ha! As always, again. That's a big room. We go. Um, during the break, DDP is uh, put in the uh, cop cars. Jarrett and Flair celebrating in front of him. I think it's not driving. It's got 48 hours. Uh, oh, fuck off, Shane Douglas. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I was looking forward to that part of the show. Do you hate anybody this much, Corey? No. Oh, my God. I've hated some it, wrestlers, it, but it, I don't think it's I, ever been this much. I never had a hatred to, towards <laughs> him. I never had a hatred towards him until yeah, every... I can't make it the final seven weeks. I can't do it. <laughs> until he... It just got to the point where he's been here for like a year and a half, and he's had a promo every single week, and it's nonsense for a promo. Nonsense. Uh, Douglas has his upcoming match in a non-title match because Flair believes Steiner doesn't deserve one as our next match is Shane Douglas. Who think told Steiner that? It wasn't Flair. Fuck that. Hey, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's like, ha, ha, ha. Chronic. What are you going to do? 
As Shane Douglas versus Rick Steiner. That's a, that's a no for me, Doc. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Jesus Christ. Steiner tackles Douglas and punches. the work right in this match? Rick. Is he? In 2001. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Steiner tackles he, Douglas and punches him and knees him great, in the... A t-shirt under his singlet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great right now for Rick Steiner. <laughs> He's in tip-top shape. Oh, my God. Joe, would you wrestle with a t-shirt under your singlet? No. Maybe it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting choice. At least he doesn't have one under and above. That's true. Probably should have other bugs. You wouldn't have seen the t-shirt under me. That's a terrible look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Douglas tackles him and knees him in the back of the head a few times. Uh, then he tosses him into the barricade. Steiner runs Douglas into the turnbuckle. Steiner goes for the top rope bulldog, but the franchise throws the ref at Steiner. So Steiner jumps him. Over the ref, and then hit uh, lands on Douglas for him to do atomic drop. Uh, Douglas with a roll through neck breaker to Steiner. Steiner with a belly belly. Steiner goes for the hip toss, but Douglas messes it up. Douglas hits the Pittsburgh plunge for two. Douglas pulls out the chain, but Steiner clotheslines him and does the top rope bulldog. But then Douglas kicks out. So first of all, Joe, uh, Steiner line. Steiner line. Sorry. Trademark. They don't do clotheslines. They uh, uppercut you in the fucking jaw with their forearm. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, they've had uh, they've had four great workers in that family. You got uh, Rick and Scott. Uh, what was the name of the dog? Alex. And then Bronson. Nope. Not to mention little brother Evil, and Rhea. That's a, that's a, that's town family. So, so Douglas kicks out of the bulldog, and then Steiner hits a DVD for the win. Yeah, I don't like this DVD shit in his new move. It sucks. It's fucking terrible. Maybe they don't want him to do a top rope move to Sid? Well, yeah, they call something new now, Joe. They have a new name for it. The Steiner Drop. Cool. Thanks, Tony. Mm, not uh, digging that. So, in, I'm going to call it now. In February 2001, there are two wrestlers on Earth still doing the fucking Atomic Drop, and that would be NWCW. It's franchise and thing. Like, we're still doing this fucking move. Both called the franchise. I mean, Jesus Christ, can we stop doing this stupid fucking move? But you know what? I bet if they brought it back now, I'd get over. Who would do it now? Who would it make sense to do that move? The Miz. Because it's a heel move for sure. The Miz. He should do those, like, horrific heel moves from, like, the 80s. It would fit him so great. So basically a Hulk Hogan moveset. There it is. What? face, though. Brother, 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 dude. In hindsight. <laughs> that is. Irix. Yeah, Irix and back scratches. We get a... Uh, Close punches. <laughs> we get a promo by uh, Tully Buff. dude. As they come out dressed up wearing Ravens jerseys and they want to suck up. But then Luger says how they stole the team Please from Cleveland. They uh, bring up... Was Luger wearing Ray Lewis? Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, that's as, so fitting. As uh, Luger brings up Ray Lewis and how he should have been in an orange jumpsuit last year. <laughs> and the Ravens suck, and then they just rip the jerseys apart. Uh, then we notice that the Ravens special teams coach jumps the barricade, and security makes him go back to the ring. They say Nash has no chance because, you know why? Because they're the ones that got rid of Goldberg, so that just means one thing, that Nash has no chance. We get a promo for Super Bowl Revenge. That's what you got. Oh, that's the other channel. Next, next, that's the next show we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, we're we going to recap last week of Nash beating uh, Buff 
and using Luger's hand for the three count. Then our match main event is Tully Buff <laughs> versus Kevin Nash. Main event in Baltimore? Baltimore deserves better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, to be honest, to be fair. To be fair. They already got their main event when Dusty came out. Right. I mean, that's, that's, because like, that is whatever. Because Nash and Luger are the same age, but Luger wrestles like he's 20 years older than Nash. Exactly. And, and is in theoretically much better shape. Yeah. So, that's weird. And Buff's just. Buff. He was, I'll be honest, I'll give him the slightest bit of a praise. He was better before the neck injury. Yeah. He's never been the same when he came back. And there wasn't a whole lot to you, pretty Right. So. American male. American male. Uh, Nash what, goes to the what choke kind slam. Of law, mud show, bullshit football are we watching? Nash goes for the choke slam, but uh, Luger low blows him. And Bagwell hits a swinging neck breaker. Uh, Luger goes for the. I wouldn't. Luger goes for the rack, but Nash fights him off. Nash with sidewalk slams both men. He hits snake eyes on Luger and then hits the jackknife on Luger. However, during that, Buff is DDTing the ref. <laughs> then Alex Wright, dressed up like a ref, comes out to try and make a fast count, but he only gets a two. <laughs> he up and dances. That was awesome. I want all my refs to do that. That might be my spot of the night. Buff and Wright <laughs> attack Nash, but he fights him off. Nash throws Buff into Luger. Nash hits the jackknife on Buff. Then the cat runs down with the ref shirt, but then Alex Wright pulls him out. Cat fights with Wright on the, and then goes back into the ring and makes the three count. Nash and Steiner, call, uh, Nash calls out Steiner. Nash and Steiner get into it, but guys, we've ran out of time. Time or easily, Lex Luger put the giant in the torture rack. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Holy fuck. It's like that's nuts. Jesus Christ. Easily. Like Goldberg couldn't slam Luger. He's supposed to be tough. <laughs> it fell backwards. That was awkward, huh? Yeah. Miss busting. It's like the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I just blanked. Was it's just like the yeah. Yeah. It's like the it's yappa like pie. Yeah, yeah, Tay. Let's go to Monday Night Raw in Pittsburgh, PA. Hey, you're going to stick it in, huh? Stick the hose right here. Take from your nurse. He's had a lot of great lines. That may be the best. And I mean, Man. and who are you to doubt El Dandy? There's that. There's the animal line. <laughs> uh, let me, to Booker, let me ask you a question. That's really good. <laughs> He has so many good nuggets. <laughs> I am not a nugget. I'm not a nugget. <laughs> I'm a survivor. The black heart, damn it. A lone heart. Like, commentary team is House one. Of heart. House, of heart. House of heart. Welcome, brother. Uh, commentary team is JR and King. Uh, commentary brings up matches tonight, guys. The Rock versus Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit versus The Big Show. Well. Yeah, to determine the number one contender. Now, now hold on. Isn't Austin the number one contender? At WrestleMania. What? Yeah, it is. Rumble win. Yeah. God damn it. Unless you're John Cena, then you always get it sooner because your hustle, loyalty, respect, or some shit like that. I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like MJF having the chip, but someone else also be number one contender. I'm like, God damn it. Fuckers. Let's call Austin the ultra number one contender. 
interim number one contender? No, no, no. Not the interiming number one contender. What now? Where? I don't know. We're waiting for the host, man. I'm I'm here. Uh, we're going to go uh, to a promo by Juan Kurt Angle. Angle begins to suck up that, you know, he's from Pittsburgh. But then he turns on the fans, like, by the way. Uh, he's, Does anyone care that he's from Pittsburgh, like, honestly? I think they used to in that town. Actually, I feel like he's still a big deal in Pittsburgh. He? Yeah. He's like, like, Eugene has, like, Gold medal winning Olympians and like, do we give a fuck? Like, uh, I we think do. They do. Like, they do. They do for some. I not. think that if it would have ended at him being a gold medal winner, then no. But then he went on to be what he is. So I think that that helped him. Yeah, I think you get a four to five year window for a gold medal. Angle honestly, Angle says Angle says the women of uh, Pittsburgh wants his Olympic seed. Uh, he wants to show something that he was called something the something impossible, as it's foot. He shows footage of himself from last year, bringing up Mario Lemieux as Lemieux is returning to Pittsburgh. I think this year, mm-hmm. um, Angle says that he won't be defending his title tonight, but he will on SmackDown against the number one contender who wins the match tonight. He brings up the guys. Uh, he forgets the Rock, but he. When he but when he brings up the rocks, like ah, who cares on who that fourth guy is? Uh, then this brings out the rock, call, calls Angle the biggest piece of penguin piss. Then he said, "There it is." And then he's like, "Hey, I got some footage for you. I want to show you." Oh my god, this was fucking great! Holy shit! And then he shows the footage of a pizza commercial that Angle did back in the day. God damn! This had to be Angle idea, right? Because like. Where would this even come up? All right. He's going to be like, I got this uh, embarrassing pizza commercial this I did. fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. Shall, shall, shall I show it? Okay, yes. So let's show it. Uh, rocks. Did you pay for that? Probably. But it. I have to be honest, it was terrible. But, it, but didn't they. But didn't they show this footage? I've seen this video before. Not and on I've, TV. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it on the. On during the show, like this reminded me of our local terrible commercials from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got a soft spot. I was like, oh man, I love terrible local TV. I was thinking of so good. I was thinking of guarantee I RV guarantee. commercials. Yeah. Yeah. There is YouTube videos I've watched so just like an hour of just bad local TV commercials. Holy shit! Oh, it put a warm spot in my heart. Oh, I'm shot to right and link. Um, Rock says that he will win the fiddle four way, and the Rock's gonna whip his candy ass on SmackDown. Then the Big Show comes out and attacks the Rock on the stage. Show hits him multiple times, and then clotheslines him, and then points the angle, saying that he's next. See this? Uh, this annoyed me. Not an execution. I thought it was really well done. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm Hang all the for bastard. It. I mean, what? No. But I just don't understand. I knew it in 91. Uh, isn't this how Big Show should be booked every single fucking time he's on TV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it annoys me. It's like, monster. it's like, why can't, I mean, that guy could have had the legendary giant run of all time. <laughs> if booked right by either company. And, 
and neither company could get half of their shit together. So, I, so I'm curious about that. So, WCW, when he came out, he was, I mean, greener than dog shit. I mean, exactly. There's but not they, much you could have done with him. But they hit it pretty well those right. first two years. But then, like, after that initial run, like, he was just kind of there? Yeah, he was just there. And Towards the end, he was smoking cigarettes <laughs> down, walking down the aisle. Yeah. And joining the NWO multiple times. And then in, you think, okay, McMahon spent years bragging that if he got his hands on that guy, he would show them how to properly book a giant. Great debut. Great debut. But then he has them job on TV to Austin a week before WrestleMania, like three weeks after his debut. Like, That's so he's already been killed. And he's like walking through deserts with bikes and just and, crowd surfing uh, caskets. And going to a fat farm. And he was like doing multiple gimmicks every day. Then he got stuck in the desert. <laughs> funny show and yeah, he was like SNL show. And then, and let's not forget later on, all the many times he would just become the crying show. Dead dad. Sorry about your dead daddy. Um, let's go to our first match for Raw, as it's going to be the Dudley Boys. Uh, but first, uh, they're supposed to be taking on Edge and Christian, but they come out in normal clothes. Christian says that when they get a rematch whenever they want. However, Edge is unable to compete tonight because he got food poisoning last week. He did. And he has a doctor's note. He's a totally legitimate doctor's note. They, totally legit. They bring out the new opponents for the Dudley Boys, and it's Kai and Ty. Taka thanks their blonde brothers and by the power of Grayskull, they, and they will win and that they are evil. I forgot how much I love this. It's so stupid. It's so, you know what it reminds me of? It's the acclaimed. It's the acclaimed. It's, you know, scissor me, daddy ass is so stupid, but it's fun. No reason it should be this funny and over. Indeed. That's the kicker, is Taka does all the talking, and then Funaki, indeed. Like, because they commit to it, right? Like, these two jabronis who are the jobbers, the jobbers. And Fanaki becomes the number one he's SmackDown reporter. So he still lives here. Does he ever say indeed on commentary? Nope. Nope. No. So it's gonna be Dudley Boys versus Kai and Ty. Um, I'm rooting for Kai and Ty. We are, aren't we all? Come on, Kai and Ty. It was all fraud. Dudley's hit both hit a military press on each member. Edge and Christian during commentary as Jared questions why they want Kai and Ty to win the titles. I, I, so he was like, I just think you can you can beat them easier. And, and he didn't say this, but they were basically like, who are you to doubt Kai and Ty? Yeah, right. Basically. It was correct. Bubba being a bully on purpose is totally on brand. By the way, at least here he still looks like himself. I saw, I was running through Twitter yesterday and saw some Impact highlights and thought, why the fuck is Alex Jones on Impact? They said highlights. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's about to be like a billion down, so it's fine. Yes. Uh, Devon with a power sign to Funaki. Taco with the sidekick to Devon. Devon hits a lifting, falling, reverse CDT. Dudley hits the was up on Funaki. Bubba puts Taco on his shoulders and Devon hits the reverse neck breaker. Edge and Christian do one of their patented run-ins. Christian distracts the ref as Edge spears Bubba, but Funaki gets the two-count. Dudley's hit... Uh, who is it? Uh, Funaki with the 3D for the win. Damn it. Foiled again. 
We're backstage with Coachman with Vince. Uh, they bring up the Rock uh, can't be. Uh, they bring up the Rock can't be the match. It, that might just be a triple threat match to determine the number one contender. Vince is like, eh, oh well. Triple H, Stephanie, and their lawyer barges in. Their lawyer. Brian works. Interesting. I know. Uh, I think I think Jr. goes. I've heard that name before. Oh. Jr. is playing that game of like I've heard that name before. That and I think they do in the match later. They bring up the the name of. It's like, huh? I think Lawler's like, huh? Sounds like a sleaze bag or something. Like, like they do like that thing of like. You think the and like Ryan Gorch had seven bucks in the pocket? Maybe. Um. As, as they come into the locker room, as it's they don't... It's cahoots. That's what it is. It honest to God is. I it's, yeah, I swear to Chuck every time he says it. He's been everywhere, man. Uh, they don't trust Austin. Uh, Vince just tells Triple H to calm down and go to your locker room. Uh, we see earlier, uh, we see the doctors checking on The Rock. Well, then we go to Michael Cole with Billy Gunn as... Somber. Billy Gunn. What are we doing here with the somber, the somber one? Billy Gunn, as the somber one, has just all his promos have got is about freaking China. Scissor me, China ass. He's it's like I don't like this promo at all because it's just Billy Gunn talking up China. She's a star on the outside. Just stick with that, China. Like community theater. What the fuck is this? This is terrible. He's become a bit player to the China syndrome. I did not like this because it's just like, she's a star. She should just just stay out of the ring now. Scissor me. Uh, our next match is Val Venus with Steven versus Steve Blackman. Oh, great. Hmm. Yeah. This is the equivalent of Chavo against Hugh Morris on Nitro. <laughs> Just two mid fucks nobody cares about. <laughs> like, come on, let's be honest. That's like to hear. Um, Richard, <laughs> am gets, I wrong? No, you're right. Richard, it, it gets we, a pass on this fucking show. But goddamn, sauce gardener. <laughs> well, name my kids sauce. We uh, Stephen gets on the apron, uh, and Blackman knocks him off. Uh, Blackman with a power slam to Val. Val wins a via roll up. Blackman attacks Richards after the match, and then RTC comes down until Hardcore Holly comes out and makes the save and sprays RTC with a fire extinguisher and uh, hits him with the kendo stick. So, Art is now, uh, is, um, Blackman and Holly going to be, you know, those, uh, bitter enemies that become better tag teams? Who knows? Uh, we get tough enough applications. Only one, oh. only one today. This time I noticed. Josh. One Josh Matthews. I don't need to the spoiler. Your winner, made TV here. He doesn't win this one. Maven, the, Maven does. Uh, in your head. Maven. There it is. Maven. 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 We go back. Career, motherfuckers. The other one, I think, drugs. No, the other one has started making a living on indies in the Northeast. Coming in, like no, no, no kidding. Yeah, he's making he's making money as people are popping for Maven on the Indies. Okay, so I guess you were right. I'm wrong. Tough enough meant more to people than than I would have liked because Maven's popping the Northeast Indies scene. Tough enough 
I mean, well, Maven was at GCW. He was supposed. Uh, to, oh, he was supposed to be. First season. I don't know. Season seven winners. No. Oh, well, she's dead. Yeah. No. Yikes. Oh, uh, we go backstage. Because right? he won. Had a career for like three years. Maven became a teacher in Portland. Yeah, he was a teacher before too. He was. Hard drugs. And then QVC. <laughs> QVC. What a weird fucking life that dude's led. Uh, we go backstage with Vince on the phone as he's talking to somebody. As Riggle enters and brought him some tea. And Jared's like, I bet a hundred bucks he's talking to Trish right now. And I've got a boner just thinking about it. Then we get a long history. Yeah, as soon as I saw coming here, I was like, oh, yeah. All right. Then we get a long history of Triple H and Stone Cold for the past three weeks. But they stretched it. Long history of three weeks. God, this took forever to get through. They just showed every fucking segment again. Yep. Then midday on Thursday. Then we see. a sandwich, Triple H thought of Austin. We see Triple H telling the lawyer not to screw it up. We go backstage with Michael Cole with Stone Cold as uh, um, Austin says that he'll sign the contract and he'll be the first one to do it as uh, Triple H's ass belongs to him. So let's go to our contract signing with Triple H and Stone Cold with one Vince McMahon overseeing this. So, like, so they showed that promo. Yep. They showed a backstage vignette. And, like, I was like, it took them that fucking long to put a goddamn carpet and two chairs on the table in the ring? Yes. I mean, Jesus Christ. Can we get some urgency, please? You are correct. Um, they're signing for the match on February 25th. No way out. And the stipulation is unknown yet. So... You can't sign the contract. Is this? It's a, it's a, if, the, if the stip is unknown, you can't sign the contract because you're going to have to sign a new one where the stip is put in. Is this the first contract signing? I, I feel like Austin's well, done one. No. Maybe the first one in years, yes. Austin's yeah. done one? Has he? I feel like it. Oh, no, no, they did. They did Austin and Taker first blood. Contract signing because remember, Taker takes the fountain pen and fills it with Austin's blood and signs it. Yep. Oh, okay. Because um, it wasn't overdone yet. Yeah. And they did a famously they did a Hogan Andre one for three, and for the main event in '88. Ten or twelve. Years and ago, then they did one I, for I, Hogan and Warrior at six. Like in my head, I'm missing up current day ones. I'm like, didn't Sean do one? I'm like, no, probably recently more than. But like, in between, uh, you know what? Sean and DX. This one is forgotten because for some reason they put it on Wrestling Challenge. But the weekend before WrestleMania nine, Bret Hart and Yoko signed a contract signing on Challenge. If you look, actually, at the bottom of Yeah, there's another line, and <laughs> it just says Terry Bollea, dude. Dude. Uh, so to sign the contract, uh, the contract says that they can't touch each other unless it's in a match or act of aggression. Uh, if they do, six, uh, Triple H will be suspended for six months. And if Austin does it, he will lose his Royal Rumble, uh, his title shot at Mania. Doesn't, like commiserate. Looks like Triple H's phone is way more. <laughs> well, remember that's the end all be all for Austin is that title shot. He's. Damn near killing people for the last four months to get it. Yeah, but he didn't have one in the bank, so they had to come up with a different punishment for him. Well, Stephanie watch. Well, Stephanie pegs you from behind. Well, uh, Triple H, Triple H, and Austin stare each other down. Austin signs the contract. I like like this. Like they didn't break eye contact while the entire time Vince was talking. They just stared. That was actually really good. 
No, this was a good one. The lawyer double checks the contract, but then notices something uh, before Triple H signs it. And then they look at it and look at it. And then Triple H attacks Austin with the briefcase. As, uh, well, sorry for that. He's Triple H signs it. Triple H then pedigrees Austin. Vin, yeah. Vince is like, What the hell are you doing, dude? You're now suspended. Triple H and uh, Jared's like, Yeah, you're dumb. You're dumb for that, buddy. You're, 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 you're done. You're here. Uh, Triple H goes, I never signed the contract. And then shows the contract and he never signed it. That was clever. And then he signs it. This, they probably should have just quit after this one. It was the Colts. But the best is this generation is going to get. I still like the Hogan Under one better because of the underlying tensions, the way they did it. But this is a great contract signing segment and just a kick-ass segment period. Um, the stare really, It really pointed out how much those two hate each other and what they're willing to do. Imagine if this had been done two weeks before WrestleMania, though. Right. Really WrestleMania match? This should have been the match at Mania. It was fucking phenomenal. This should have been the match at Mania. Yeah. And then it's all set up. But they had it different in their mind. Um, I just like the. Uh, this is just. I just like the fact that sure, so he signs it. Triple H goes. I think he does like. Hey, Article Three Sixteen, buddy says you can't touch me. It's just like. I have a question about. I'm gonna. Yep. Ask, ask a current question about this time frame. Roll the reverse, right? And just say, just it doesn't matter. Wrestler X was as over and as important as Triple H. And Triple H was in charge. Do you think they would have switched it and made that match the WrestleMania match? Do you think Triple H would have adapted? Like, do you think he has the mindset to adapt if, it, if the situation needs it? Yes. Because Vince was never good. It didn't matter. Like, The Rock would have, could have died if he were like, I ah, will figure it out. We'll get Rock in the ring on now. I guess the only question is what do you do with The Rock if he's not in the match? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we got. I feel like. Someone at WrestleMania? It, at this point, it's kind of selling itself now. Like, it's, no, it's sort of become about the event more than the match. Even just The Rock on WrestleMania worked. I think. Th- I think this is the show that solidifies it, actually. Yeah. I think you needed the main event. But I also think with how hot this was, you could have done the same thing with this. So I think either way, this is the show that kind of solidified that thought process. And then more so the next year, because the match that sold it wasn't even the main event. Yeah. So. Uh, we're going to recap of what just happened. During the break, Triple H and Stephanie leave the arena laughing at Austin through a limo, but we don't see it. We don't see Austin's face, and even J.R. has to, like, I apologize that we didn't get to show you Austin's reaction. Like, Okay. Oh, I can angry. I can see it in my head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know how it goes. Uh, our oh next gosh, G Willikers. I'll our try next, to get him next time. Our next match is going to be APA versus the Hardy Boys. What the oh, fuck, mother fuck! I don't know if you heard, heard about that. Versus the RTC. So it's that's a, not better. Lita and Jackie are. Uh, God damn it! Lita and Jackie are kicked out. Yak fight of the match before the match. Yeah, uh, yeah, winner so. gets to face the Dudleys on SmackDown. Gets to. Uh, Brad, uh, Bradshaw throws They Josh. do know they're building to a pay-per-view, right? Maybe. Uh, Bradshaw throws Godfather and still steps. Buff with a scissor kick. Uh, bull. Oh. Sorry, bull. Sorry, long day. Uh, with the scissor kick to leg. Uh, scissor kick leg drop to Jeff. Howard Jeff hits the swanton on bull for the win. So moving on to face the Dudleys on SmackDown. Hear me out. The Hardy Boys. On extreme. SmackDown. 
uh, moments ago with Jackie and Lita. Uh, now they have a match against each other later on. Oh, we got a call with The Rock. His Rock is still in the match. Uh, that uh, He says that Big Show is uh, pissed off at him, but uh, he says payback is guaranteed. Then we see Big Show laughing about the, what we just saw. Our next match is Crash Holly versus Raven for the hardcore title. Raven runs the cart of weapons into Crash, and Crash falls off the ramp. They fight through the... Cr- <laughs> Raven just starts hucking shit at Yeah. <laughs> they fight through the crowd. They go into the, into the arena. Uh, Crash runs a magazine cart stand into Raven. Crash then throws, <laughs> runs and jumps through it, but Raven moves out of the way, so Crash runs into the metal door. That's a great spot. They fight to the outside. Crash bulldogs Raven on a park bench. Molly and Crash try to run uh, Raven into a tree trunk, but Raven kicks Molly away. And then uh, Crash pulls Raven's gr- uh, crotch into the post. There's a car next to it that turns on. The lights comes on. The ninja comes out and hits Crash with something. Molly shoves that uh, the ninja. Raven holds Molly's foot as... Uh, the person hits Molly, and Raven makes the cover for the win, and Raven and this ninja drives off. I would find it very hard to be an effective ninja with those two huge ghibli bits um, floating in front of me. Seems like that would get in the way of a ninja. Hard to be stealthy with giant titties. Yep. This was a fun little hardcore match. Yeah. yeah. We, get, uh, we see Haku, Kishi, Ken, Tigger walk into the ring. Backstage with Taz, who's on commentary, brings up Benoit. And Benoit knows that uh, he would beat all three of them. Yeah, so Taz is going back to the interview now? That's... Mm. <laughs> it was jarring, because I was like, he's still oh, God. somewhat active. He just had like, a match last uh, week. Yeah, what, what is happening here? Our next match is... There's not that one on now. already a Taz has to fill in. <laughs> Our next match is Undertaker with Kane versus Haku with Rikishi. Undertaker with a big boot. He yells old school, so that means he hits it. Uh, Weird. Haku with multiple headbutts. Yep. Hey, he got back to the WWF, and uh, you know those Tongans have hard heads. Yeah. Can't him the head. Booble brought that up last week. Can't, can't uh, Undertaker. I just didn't think he'd listen. Undertaker with a jumping DDT. Undertaker goes for the tombstone, but Rikishi gets on the apron. Rikishi and Kane fight on the outside. Haku, Haku with a sidekick. Hakim. Hakim with the dream. Uh, Rikishi with a uh, hits Kane with the chair. Undertaker hits a choke slam for the win. Rikishi and Taker get into it. Rikishi hits Undertaker with a chair. Undertaker is slightly busted open. You know, he's Teflon. He couldn't just put over Haku. Legitimize the new guy who has the toughness and the cred anyway. So just. And also, uh, that's how you blade? You pussy? <laughs> pap smear. Either do it or fucking don't. It's the, well, American, it's the American pap smear. God damn, you I, you know, I don't like blading at all, but like, if you're going to do it, fucking do it, you little bitch. Well, we got to recap what just happened. Then we go to Kevin Kelly. He's worse than The Rock when he blades. What the fuck is that horse shit? We were, then we go backstage with Kevin Kelly, who uh, is talking to Undertaker and Kane. And Undertaker's like, I'm done. I'm done talking. I challenge Rikishi and Haku to a tag match for SmackDown. But it's a first blood match because that. hitting his head, he starts punching himself in the f- face. And he says that it uh, uh, it turns him on. Yeah, I was like, oh, hell, what? Rock hard with emotion, huh? All right. Gives me an American hard on. 
Yeah. Keep stroking, 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 stroking. We go to WF New York with Dean Malenko as he still has a thing for uh, this Lita. This is still going on? Yes. Uh, only for Dean. Um, our next match is Lita versus Jackie. Ivory joins commentary. Both women go to the outside and then they just clothesline and attack uh, Ivory. So the jumper, that's their match. Uh, we get a, we get a recap of earlier tonight of the um, contract signing and what Big Show and uh, attacking the Rock leading to our main event: Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit versus Big Show versus The Rock. Winner faces Angle at Extreme SmackDown Extreme. Gee, I wonder who is going to win. Kurt Angle comes out and joins commentary. Jericho has to make fun of Angle's pizza commercial for some reason. Uh, Benoit and Jericho get into it before the other two come out. Rock runs in, but then Big Show instantly chokeslams him as he enters the ring. Jericho goes for the top turnbuckle crossbody on show, but he reverses it and just hits a like a standing elbow drop. Benoit hits a belly-to-back belly to suplex on Rock. Benoit misses the flying headbutt. Rock with a Samoan drop on Benoit. Jericho hits Big Show with a missile drop kick, but Jericho, uh, Big Show stumbles. Benoit then drop kicks... Uh, Big Show's knee and Rock DDTs him, so they all triple team him. Uh, Benoit puts Big Show in the cross face, but Rock breaks it up. Rock hits the spine buster on Benoit and puts him in the sharpshooter, but Jericho breaks it up. Jericho hits the lion salt on Benoit, but Rock breaks that pin up. Rock is put in the walls of Jericho, but Jer- Big Show comes in and grabs Jericho by the throat and is going to choke slam him, but uh, Benoit low blows him. Big Show lifts Benoit up in the air, but Jericho kicks them both out of the ring as then Jericho turns around into the rock bottom for the win. Woo. Oh, there it is, guys. On the Rock Show. One time. I'm just going to correct you again. It's a SmackDown Extreme. So, Taz's show? Nobody could figure out why, but I mean, it's because XFL kicks off over the weekend and UPN's one of the channels, so let's cross breed it and call it Extreme. Not to mention, behind the scenes, they're working on purchasing a certain company out of Philly. Who's already ran its last show? Temple Basketball? Yes, that is exactly what I was talking about. So, Dollar Store Goldberg there on the left. <laughs> well, so guys, yep. what was the uh, better show? Hmm. I enjoyed both shows. So did I. So did I. It was a good Monday for wrestling. Um, you know what? I would say Raw probably has the slight advantage. I'd probably go Raw because after the Dusty thing, the show kind of drugged to a finish. I thought Raw was Pretty good throughout. Yeah, I'm going wrong. Just by a little bit, not by a lot. And that's not saying Nitro's a bad show. Nitro's a good show. They've turned a corner since then. They have. Uh, I, I'm with Stand you. back in the year. Sid <laughs> so just had to sacrifice himself. That's all for the good of the company. I'll give you a metal rod. Joe, what show do you like? <laughs> you guys are going to hell. 
I kid. I hate um, Scott I'm with no. you guys that it will be a raw night, but barely. AWA on ESPN. Can I pick that one? No. Damn. But let's go to the ratings. Let's see how that uh, how that turned out. <laughs> Last week, WCW got a 2.1, <laughs> while WWF got a 5.6. how bad they suck. <laughs> yeah. This week, WCW, 2.6. Oh, that's uh, pretty good growth. A point five uh, to Monday Night Raw is five point four. Went down a little, but still a healthy win. As double, yeah. As they say in the world of uh, sports, a win's a win, right? Just win, baby, win. Thank you, Al Davis. Uh, so let's go to our favorite part of the show, guys. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. There were some good ones tonight, to be honest, in my point of view. There were. Um, you had the four-man cruiserweight, the four-main event, and the... To me, it's one of the four mans. I'm just trying to figure out which one I, I give. I want Nitro. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Nitro cruiserweight four-way. A yak match of the night. Rick Steiner versus Franchise. Yep, because yep, it I'm had the you. franchise and a dude with a shirt tucked in under his single. There it is. Who was your MVP? Dusty Rose, baby. Yep, I was going to go American Dream, uh, if you will. see star power. There it was. I'm going to go Dusty, but my other nom- uh, nominees, Flair, for his Nash and DDP laying on the job joke, and Triple H for his... Uh, Triple H would have won at the end of the week if a uh, certifiable legend didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if a certifiable, you know, one-of-a-kind wrestler hadn't shown up on the other channel. Who's your, and who's your motive? Well, I mean... <laughs> Piece of shit! <laughs> yeah, you kind of went towards Triple H. Though. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. <laughs> It's it's uh that piece of shit yeah uh, Mine is, uh, Douglas Dean Malenko because why in the fuck are we still doing this Dean Malenko? Because this Dean oh, Malenko. Oh, first you're stuck in New York. You're that cesspool restaurant, and you have to pretend you still want to fuck Lita. It's hurt. He can't even wrestle. Then fly his ass to New York, hurt, and have him hit on Lita. Eat that quote unquote food, and still want to fuck Lita. Who isn't even mentioning him anymore? Like she's not even like. Yeah, she's the story she's like. moved on. <laughs> that feud's been done for like a month and a half. I'm just like hey, he's like he he's like I got nothing because if I if I don't I'm least, fired. Like, Taz had to interview someone at least who's in the arena of the show with that. He can't let go, but it's not because he wants her. It's her job security. Yeah, job security. <laughs> Vince Vince is not checking everything, so he's just like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, so uh, Dino, he's still in the leader. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, he's fine. <laughs> what's Dean's storyline? He's with Lita. Still. Still? Okay, that's fine. Long term, got it. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, WTF. Yeah. yeah. Positive. AIDS. But also positive. HIV, baby. Uh, WCW has oh. some actual forward momentum. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it hasn't had it in what? Two years? At least. Since pre since pre-Russo. Because honestly, when he showed up the first time, they kind of went forward a little bit. They kind of improved the show for a while. Uh, so they've had some honest-to-goodness 
forward momentum. I like what's happening here. Mm -hmm. I I concur and will piggyback. My what the fuck is, um, you know what? It doesn't hurt having people like Dusty Rhodes on your TV. may not be able to wrestle, but uh, my God, if you can get a genuine star on there that the crowd reacts to, who puts butts in the seats, that's only going to help your product and bring back those laps fans. Smart move. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna piggyback with you guys too. That even though Thunders are good, but they're so sometimes a you know a slaw. Uh, Nitro's been entertaining since then. Yeah, since the beginning of the new year, WSW has been doing pretty good. I think what we're learned is just don't do two tapings in one night because Nitro is usually good. But then Thunder, Thunders. it just drags. It's not even bad anymore. It just drags. You can tell they're not using the top of the top because they were on Nitro. So you're left with... And mostly because they've already left the building. Yeah. They were on Nitro. They left. Yeah. They're, they're, they know the terms of their contract they're are very the clear. Next time already. They made their tape uh, videos for next the Thunder show. And depending on when you were on Nitro, and if you know for sure you're not on the Thunder taping... You could already be on your plane before Thunder's over. Yep. Which is fantastic. Most likely some of them were. <laughs> so, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. As we're moving on to the midweek, as we're going to get to Extreme with SmackDown as... This is a dance. Oh, is Thunder Extreme? Extremely long. <laughs> well, does that count? Does it not count? I've always heard it wasn't about the length, but the motion in the ocean. That's new. So, on the midweek, we're going to get extreme with SmackDown. We'll find out if Thunder's extreme. We just know it's taped. So. Extremely not live. There you go. You can go to com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also find uh, Power Pro Wrestling information as well. You I don't do it for them, Joe. You don't? I do it to appease my global uh, lord, uh, Zazma. He came down from the planet Gurgle, and uh, he controls me. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you can find you can find Xanadu himself on uh, social <laughs> media, on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. Uh, you can find all of us on that as well. You can go to No Cell Ent on all of them, or No Cell Entertainment. Uh, you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, baby, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever. You listen to our podcast. Who are you to, to doubt Zanza? <laughs> <laughs>